You fuck face! What's wrong with you? Don't go to the bar looking for a fight. You're a prick. Get the grease out of your hair. Grow up. Your mother isn't the only woman in the world. You should be treating people better. Masturbate before you leave the house so you're not looking for a fight. No one gives a shit. No one gives a fuck. No one fucking cares. We don't want to get hit by your stupid fucking hands. Why the hell are you eating steroids anyway, shooting them in your ass? What the fuck are you trying to prove? Go learn something, for God's sakes. Get smarter. You're not going to make any money just being a fucking doped up retard. Read a fucking book so when you're rageful, it's about something smart. Something people want to listen to. Not about how your boner is a halfy. You goddamn dummy. All right, today's episode's about rage and all the fuckers that piss us off. Rage! Cena, hit it for us real quick. Yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck you! It feels good, don't it, asshole? I'm gonna sponge out your fucking mouth, you idiot piece of shit! That's Jackie Zabrowski, everybody! She came here to talk about rage! Run, 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 run. Go fuck that! I'm gonna fucking hit your mother with a bunch of eggs! I'll cut off your fucking balls and eat them in front of you! Alright, let's turn the song off. We don't want to get sued by Tom Morello. I'm going to scratch you to death. (laughs) That's kind of fun. (laughs) Iranian scratch fever. (laughs) Sounds more sexual. We have, uh, like we said earlier, we have the wonderful cave comedy legend, Jackie Zabrowski. How you doing, sweet stuff? (laughs) Is the beer cracking open your entrance music? (laughs) Everywhere I fucking go, Cena. It's like Stone Cold with the broken window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh my God, she's drinking it with her pussy. (laughs) Oh man, just pussy lips holding it into the asshole. Mmm. Absolutely. And also, before we get started, wanted to give a major shout-out to Doug Austin and the rest of the Cowmen for doing our theme song. We really appreciate it. It's really cool to have our own song for our own stupid show. And I appreciate the fuck out of you guys. I don't even know if you're listening. Cowmen, love them. Go see them live, for Christ's sake. They're a great band. And Jackie... You're uh, dating Doug from the Cowmen? Yeah, and as someone that fucks a person that makes a theme song, you get to hear the theme song a fucking lot. Oh, yeah? Uh, Does that make you rageful? Yeah, I think it makes me a little bit angry. (laughs) (laughs) And hearing it, I was just like, meow, and just hearing it at 3 o'clock in the morning over and over again. Is the bass too loud? Are the drums too loud? I don't give a fuck. It sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound great, and I really appreciate it. My neighbors have a rooster, and it crows at, like, midnight because, you know, there's streetlights. They don't understand darkness. Mm -hmm. And they got a second rooster, and the first thing I thought was, uh, good, maybe they'll kill each other. I'm thinking how it works. Don't they fucking make more roosters? Damn it. I know roosters. Roosters don't fuck each other. Oh, they you get suck a each other they off. They suck each other off. <laughs> <laughs> One time when I was in a, my car was broken down. I was stuck in this little town called Yeehaw Junction in the middle of Florida. Yeehaw Junction is Yeehaw the name of the town. Junction. Did you get ass raped in Yeehaw Junction? I, I, I was too big for it. Luckily. Yeehaw! There was only one gas station, hotel, and car repair place within fifty miles in every direction. That's how big Florida is. By the way, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm in a place called Yeehaw Junction, so I'm just stuck there. I got no money. My radiator cracked in half. 
And so I'm in the hotel. Hotel's like 20 bucks a night. You know, and I'm sitting there, and someone knows that I'm there because, of course, like an idiot, I go out to the bar, the only bar, and I just start drinking at the bar, you know, and, like, talking to people. I'm like, why not? Eventually, someone comes in to, like, hide from the cops. It's pretty funny. It's like, of course you're here. There's three buildings in your town. They're going to find you, you know. But then, <laughs> <laughs> They came in the bar to hide from the cops? Yeah, or? they came in the bar to hide from the cops. Oh, my God. That's Florida. Yeah, the Desert Motel Inn. But uh, I remember the to piss me off because I was the uh, city boy. They uh, fed all the roosters outside of my uh, room, and so they were crowing outside my room when I woke up in the morning. Fuck those people! Yeah. You're giving them money. There was a bunch of rooster feed outside my door. They when- really showed you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they got down in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to give them. He wanted. He wanted four hundred dollars for a new radiator, even though it's only like two hundred. So yeah. I was just like, man, I'm like, I only have two hundred and fifty dollars. Just. Straight up, that's all I got. I'm trying to move back to. I was trying to move to New Jersey, oh. and I couldn't figure it out. Like two hours out of town, my radiator cracks in half. So I just like, I just got enough money together to get a used radiator. So I gave him two hundred bucks and my DVD player and a bunch of DVDs. God damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your What was your favorite movie that you gave them that upset you the most? That gave you the most rage? Casino. Yes, that oh. gives me rage that you did that. <laughs> you can always buy fucking another one. I wouldn't give him Jaws. Good for Fuck you. That. I refused. I refused we to give him Jaws. We would cut off the show right now if you gave him Jaws. I mean, you just can't do it. It's against the rules. There's certain <laughs> movies you don't give away. You don't give away Jaws unless she's beautiful. You know, you don't give away Apocalypse Now unless, you know, she's got great legs. Mm. Those are some great legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of giving away stuff, I was a I was a temp, and I was at this place for like maybe a week. Desperately needed the job, no money, and we had a king cake in the office. And you know how it has like a little baby in the middle? It's like a New Orleans thing. It has like a little plastic baby in the cake. Yeah. I get the baby, and one of my coworkers comes up to me, and she was like. I believe you have something that belongs to me. <laughs> and I was like, files, a stapler, the baby. <laughs> the king cake baby, intense, dead serious in front of everybody. Is and this I, in the south? This is in the north. This is in, at a place. North like, of the Mason-Dixon. Yeah. Unbelievable. Someone demanded the baby up north of the Mason-Dixon. <laughs> in New York. Um, she's a crazy fucking bitch. And I looked at it and I was just like, she might be fire me if I don't give her this baby. I need the money, but I feel like this is a gift from the universe to me, this baby. And I gave it to her, and she just clasped her hands. That's what I thought. And then walked away to her desk. She didn't even eat a slice of cake. Oh, She doesn't deserve the fucking baby. She does not. Well, how are you supposed to get the baby in general? You just have a slice of cake, and then a baby's in your cake, and you're supposed to have good fortune that year, and then get the king cake next year. But she has like 20 babies at her desk, like a fucking psychopath. Yeah. None out of her vagina. None. No, no, that's her problem. <laughs> I remember we did a king cake in high school, and this girl got offended because a baby was being put into a cake. Uh-huh. And then she's like, isn't that what the Nazis did to the Jews? <gasps> I was what? like, what are you fucking yeah. talking about? No, they didn't bother putting them in a cake before they stuck them in an no, oven. Oh, of course. <laughs> they fucking grinded them up. They just fucking used their skin to make lamps. That's what you're supposed to do with yeah. the Jews. That would involve showing them food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get offended bake, by a king cake. Yeah, if you bake one of them in a cake, they might have a chance to eat. <laughs> <laughs> they would never do that. 
<laughs> Saul, the Nazis have a new experiment. They're going to put us in a cake. <laughs> how Quick. Big, how Quick. big is that cake? Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> it's the king of the Jews cake. <laughs> Where's right. that girl now? Is she dead? No, she got a bunch of fucking kids, just like everybody else in my high school. Oh, they she, all just popping them out, popping them out, and they're all idiots. Smug about it, too. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, why would I go to a 10-year reunion? My 10-year reunion's coming up. They're just like, oh, you're going to come, you know, big city life. It's like, yeah, no, I drink, I fuck, I have a great time. I make jokes all the time. Yeah. And they just have a bunch of fucking kids, and they think they're better than I am. Mm-hmm. Every time I see them, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> Now, just, Jackie, who do you think has more rage in their life, you or those people that have all those kids? Mm, see, I feel like I have more outlets to get them out. Mm. And they just, they're just they just going to wait and stew and stew and just eat and eat and eat. So all the rage is going to turn into fat. Oh, God. And then they're going to become like Jabba the Hutt. So what I'm hearing is that rage. arguably an equal amount of rage. Yeah. I just do it more creatively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to have an outlet. You have to have something. And the problem is these douchebags, like we were saying in the beginning, they go to these bars. They look for fights afterwards. That's yeah. how they get their rage out. Don't do that. Just fucking yell into a microphone. Build a, Make a painting. I don't know. Something that doesn't harm other people directly. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Go yeah. see a therapist. Yeah. Go, yeah, go yeah, headbang. Go to a heavy metal concert. Get a punching bag. And there's so many people that just live to be assholes. This mm-hmm. actually happened to me today. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting at a stoplight. I was holding all my laundry. It's kind of cold out. It was a little bundled up. And this guy was sitting in a car, big yellow beat-up car. And he kept saying, Gorda fea. Gorda fea, which mm. means fat, ugly mm. girl. Mm-hmm. And he kept just, like, whispering it out the window, but, like, enough that I could hear it. I'm just standing there. I'm like, I'm going to be the bigger person. This man does this. Mm-hmm. I know that this is what he does to get attention from people. And so I stood there, and he did it for a solid minute. And uh. I'm just getting more and more and more angry. And I had a pot in my other hand because my mother just sent me a pot from QVC. Yeah. And right as the light turned green, I took the pot, and I fucking smashed it on the hood of his car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he didn't see that I actually dented it because he probably would have gotten out and beaten me to death. But he didn't see that he dented it, and when he goes home, he's going to see that I fucking dented it yeah. with the pot that my mother sent me. I had to throw the pot away, and I'm fine with it. I didn't need the pot. <laughs> Why did she send me the pot? <laughs> For this moment. Yeah. Yeah, for right now. Yeah, so if, you didn't have that, if she didn't send you that pot, you just you would have been, you'd have just been sitting there. Yeah, just like a what fucking do you do? Fat, Kick a tire? ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Not today. Oh, just why would you do that? Why would you? Why would you say that to someone you don't know? I'm not even that yeah. fat that I warrant it. It's because yeah. he's got a much worse life. He goes home to, like, his piece of shit apartment, his wife that doesn't love him, his 20 kids that are hungry, and he doesn't have a job. Like, he probably has such a miserable life. Yeah. He gets off on seeing people pissed off. Absolutely. That's the problem, though. In anger management, which I've gone through multiple times, they tell you you're supposed to put yourself in the other person's shoes. Wait, I want to hear more about anger management. Oh, man. It makes you angry. (laughs) (laughs) And it drives it, you know. Was it like group thing or was it just you and the person? I've done both group and single anger management. What do you like more? I mean, I would say the single anger management because... 
I don't like being that way in front of a lot of other people, mm-hmm. only like someone that deserves it. So it's <laughs> weird to be that at someone, like get that anger because like anger management counselors know how to get it out of you. So yeah. being in that situation, it's like, but I'm not angry with you. But I'm not angry with you. But do they start whispering to you? They do Gordon. shit like that to try <laughs> no, and find your do. triggers. Really? They do things to try and find your triggers. Oh. So they're trigger. just pricks. Yes, but then they try and, like, get you to that point but make you deal with it. So they're sketch writers. <laughs> <laughs> deal with the emotion. Exactly. Turn it into something, you know. And it's it's part of it is understanding what the other person's going through and realizing that they are a person as well and the fact that they say or do something that makes you so mad and also I mean it's a lot of other shit of like things that people don't warrant how mad I get yeah. but people that actually do that it's like you should feel empathy for them rather than get angry but then there are sometimes where I don't give a fuck and you piss me off because I have fucking rage issues yeah mm. absolutely it's hard you ever hit anybody yeah you ever punch someone in the face yes I have would you mind telling us why I, w- I used to be a bully. I was uh, I was uh, 350 pounds. Damn, really? No yeah, way. You in, weren't 350. In middle school. Wow. Middle school. That's a lot. Pounds. And uh, I was, when we first moved to Florida from New York, I would get picked on because I was a fat girl. So I decided to flip the switch and be like, how about I make them scared of me instead? I good. did that. That's good. Yeah, and that's what I did. And so girls that would try and be my friend, I would just... Turn on them really fast. Oh, really? To, yeah, just to like lose loyalty and make me seem like a crazy person, which I can kind of am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would do things like that, where or like if I heard that someone was talking about me, I would just take her head and just slam it up against the locker and be like, "You want to tell me what you said? You want to tell me what you said? Look at me in the. If you want to fucking talk about me, you look me in the eye and you tell me. So that was the thing is that everyone knew if you wanted to tell me how you felt, mm-hmm. you look me in the eye and you tell me. Yeah. And then I punch you in the face. Jackie would have <laughs> Jackie would have never given away Casino the DVD. No, no, no. <laughs> never. No, in college I would have. I definitely would have been like, yeah, yeah. please just fix my car. Please, please, please. When did you become a nice person? What made you want to become a nice person? High school. I, uh, it was Henry, my older brother, you know, all you guys know him. Yeah. And basically when I went into high school and he was a senior and he was like, you know, you can be a bitch for the rest of your life and no one will like you. He's like, you don't have any friends, right? And we're like, no. And he's like, or you can start hanging out with me and I, and you can be nice to people and yeah. just change. Cause I know that you can change cause you can choose that. Yeah. And then you can be popular and have a great time. And then that's what I did, which is also the upteenth fuck you to the people that I ruined the lives of. I ruined a lot of lives. But then I became prom queen. Yeah. So. Did you? You did? Yeah. That's great. You went from bully to prom queen. Bully to prom queen. I was homecoming prince. Junior. What the fuck is that? (laughs) That's what the junior wins. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. You know, you are right. Like, living a better life. It you and not caring about winning, you do win. <laughs> yeah, you do, and, yeah. and and it's hard because it's like especially in our lives that are so filled with rage, and like I said, I have insane rage issues. But there are times that you can choose against it. You yeah. know, like I made a choice 
to Usually them. always choose against it, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except but, for the pan on the car. I think that was a good move. I felt really good about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you did the right thing. About it. Do you think comedians in particular have more rage issues than normal people? Absolutely or we just, not. Or we just have the same amount of rage, it's just a different way of expressing it. I think comedians don't have hardly any rage. I think it's more depression that's a problem. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People who are, yeah, I feel like uh, cops have rage. Yeah. I feel like yeah. taxi drivers have rage. Yeah. I think teachers have rage. You know, as far as comedians, you know, whatever. So your set didn't go well. What are you going to do? Scream about it and hit somebody? You're yeah. a fucking lunatic. No, that doesn't. Anyone that does that, they, you know, they got to be great. They better be fucking amazing. Yeah, the comics with rage are either like at the top or at the very bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. So who's a comic with who's a comic with rage? Who do you think was is a comic? Is like a is Sam Kennison was. God bless him. Kind yeah. of though, not really. Or he did he just get it out? Yeah, he just got it out. He was kind of a sweetheart, you know. Yeah. yeah. But then he also used it to get it out. So yeah. that's the thing. It's like we, it's the outlet. You got to we channel it. About before you got to yeah. get it out of your body. And I think one of the things we were talking about earlier, Ed, right, is that people don't talk about their rage or their anger that often until they are asked by a therapist or asked by someone or they're in the shit already and they have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But comedians end up always getting it out some way. Yeah, that's true. What you what gets your cookie all crumbled, man? Um, about. The ages of six to seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm hate children. Right. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was. I was picked on. I was oh. the only uh, Middle Eastern uh, kid, basically, I was the only Iranian kid in my high school or growing up. It was really hard for my brother, which was also rage for me because I got mad for him. Yeah. All the time. People thought he was like one of the Iranian hostage takers back in yeah. the day. God damn. Because he looks more Persian than you do. Yeah, well, he's kind of. You kind of look Jewish. I know, which doesn't really help that much. Like, <laughs> right, right when the Jewish kids find out that you're fucking Iranian, they're like, whoa, that's, you're on the other side of the wall, aren't you? Interesting. I'm like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just a little boy. Yeah, you no, know, I'm like sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the, what are the Jews going to do? Like, yeah. What are they just going to, we're going to take all your money. And then they do. <laughs> and we let them. <laughs> they do, those fucking lizards. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just. <laughs> Eddie, we're, we're fine all, with Iranians. We're all looking at you, Eddie. <laughs> I haven't taken anyone's money. That's for damn sure. You but are a very generous Jew. I guess so. Yeah. I'm half Jewish, but you know, I think the Jewish side of me actually is probably more generous. I don't know. How does that even? <laughs> the Jewish side really comes up when I when I deal with money. No, and I'm no, no. generous about Actually, it. Actually, both sides of my family are just extremely generous. It's really yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's the business, it's the culture thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think it's just a Jersey thing. Yeah. <laughs> you have to share all your shit with everybody because yeah. nobody's got anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like a slice of bread? A whole slice? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Poor people are more connected to each other because of that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. it's the wealthy people that are like, if you want a French fry, get your own plate of French fries. Yeah. You know? Because they've never had to be so hungry. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking capitalism and it's finest right finest. there. Mm-hmm. Mine is mine. But you know, it was funny. Uh, you know, I, I got into a couple fights growing up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember punched one kid. He was taller than me. I punched him left hook right in the nose. Yeah, did you win the fight? Oh, that was it. That was the end of the fight. Hell yeah. Wow. And we both started crying. 
<laughs> third grade. I hit him. I, he like spun, fell to the ground, and then I was, and he started crying. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry!" Oh my oh, god, it was adorable. Yeah. But you know, the rage comes out in some yes. way. You hope it doesn't come out in violent ways like that. But you know, yeah, I got into a lot of fights as a kid. Yeah, like a shit ton of fights that I never got in trouble for. My parents never fought because my parents grew up fighting. Mm-hmm. My parents grew up uh, the only white kids in black neighborhoods. And so they, they, they grew up with their back against the wall fighting their way, you know, all the you know, their whole childhood. And so whenever I got into a fight, my parents were like kinda of proud of me. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like it was it wasn't a big deal. He's not a pussy, thank yeah. God. Yeah, exactly. And I got in probably like I wanna say like thirty fights before I was there, like a sixteen. You know, mm. just like used to fight. Used to go out looking for fights. I was one of those kids. Oh my god. Yeah, and then uh then weed and football happened and I was there. I, I had, feel like you would have beaten me up. If we, if I, when you were 16. Nah, no, nah, probably not. I had a lot of friends, you know. Yeah, I, but I'm like one of the kids that people like you used to beat up because they were looking to just beat someone up, though. <laughs> it's like a funny thing. I used to beat up shitheads. Like, that was kind of my thing. If I saw someone I didn't like them, I'd provoke them to the point because my father's thing was I wasn't allowed to throw the first punch. And so, <laughs> and so I would just provoke them to the point where they would throw the first punch and then I'd just beat the shit out of them. Oh, my God. That's great. Like, what were some of the things you said? Oh, I mean, I would just, I would push people a bunch, you know, like do that and, you know, say stuff about their mom, throw shit at them, you know. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I threw the first punch a couple times. You know, one time I, uh, there was, I was at Bucky Dent baseball camp. And uh, Bucky Dent, uh, very famous uh, New York Yankee, he made the hit to win the World Series back in the day. You know, Bucky Dent baseball camp, big deal, a lot of fun. And this kid who was standing in front of me, George Hulfritter, he was being a piece of shit. Fucking George. Oh, my God. Worst name ever. George Hulfritter. He just sounds like someone you beat up. You know, like he just has the name <laughs> of it. And uh, he uh, turned, he, um, for some reason, he cut me in line. And I was like, hey, man, don't cut me in line. And he turns around and he spits on me. Oh, oh And then my best friend was standing next to me and he's like, oh, damn. Hey, George, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and he's like, why not? And then I just punched him as hard as I could in the back of the head. And then, oh. and then I like, and then he fell to the ground and I just started like punching the shit out of him. And then Bucky Dent had to tear me off of him, <laughs> which was amazing. It was like Bucky Dent broke up my fight, you know, yeah. <laughs> which is great. And then he's like, all right, you're done. You're out of here. He's like, go get your glove. Go home. And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I didn't care. I just beat the shit out of the kid. I felt good. People were laughing at him because everyone saw it. He deserved it. Yeah. You know, like he totally started the fight and I just beat the shit out of him. You know, it was like he was a real prick. <laughs> and then I go and I grab my dad's talking to that kid's dad. They don't know the fight happened because it's so far away in the outfield. No one even saw it happen. I grabbed my glove. My dad's like, what are you doing over here? I was like, oh, they kicked me out. And he's like, they all, all the parents started laughing because they thought I was joking. And I walked around the, I walked around the corner and I go to, I'm just standing next to my dad. He's like, are you serious? You got kicked out? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we got to go. <laughs> That's fine. He's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> he gets to go home and prop open a beer. He's fine with that. Yeah, he had no, literally had no problem with me fighting that kid. If I only got kicked out for being bad, he would have like made me run in a trash bag and scream at me from the car. You know, like because I beat someone up. I was like, oh, good job. Yeah. It's insane how you can manipulate your parents when you're a rage-filled child. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was so good at it because I never got in trouble for all the shit that I did because not only did I butter up all of like the like the principal and all of them knew me but also all my mom ever saw was me like walking from school and kids throwing food at me from the bus oh, calling shit. me fat Get your mom saw that oh yeah it was like every day and i didn't want her to go in because i was like please don't go in because that'll be even in, in more trouble for me but also i didn't want her to know that i was beating people up but when she would hear about the fight she's like well 
I mean, they're doing those terrible things to you, so you have to protect yourself. No one should be surprised about these school shootings. I mean, Kids are fucking devils. It's they're just, miserable. I just can't believe they didn't start sooner. They should have had muskets being shot in schools. (laughs) I'm telling you, send them all away so that they all live in like Lord of the Flies type situations. You fucking figure it out. Yeah, and the ones that live get to run the government. There you go. Or they just get to live. They just get to be normal human beings. Yeah. Because then you appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You do. Growing up in Saudi, it was like, like. <laughs> I love it when you start a story like that. <laughs> you know how it is. But it's like hot, you know, it's like a little more violent. People just, they roughhouse, right? Like I was beating yeah. up a lot, whatever. So I got to the States and like no one explained to me shit. I literally asked my mom, I said, what's it going to be like in the States? And she said, you'll figure it out. Um, so first few days at school, like I would just try to make friends by like pushing people down. Or, like, hitting them in the face. And they were like, you can't do that. That's bad. And I was like, but what do you mean? Like, I was confused. I thought I was being nice. (laughs) And then I I just turned it all inwards, you know. Yeah, your first day of school, you just had kids in headlocks and shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. But then you started making jokes, and it's all fine. Oh, God, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. (laughs) I had another time I got in a fight in front of the uh, in front of the entire school. Never really had to fight again after this because I, I literally I beat this kid up who was much bigger than me in front of five hundred kids Whoa. at the talent yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Wait, that's a <laughs> yeah. We went every every class had a thousand kids and we were at one of the talent shows and there were two talent shows a day because there were you couldn't fit five hundred kids in the cafeteria at a time. And two after, shows a day. Two shows. We can't, you can't even get that can't in New get York. That here. <laughs> Let's go back and do a whole run at your high school. Loggers run. <laughs> Loggers run middle. Lots of gigs. But uh, yeah, so this kid, Itai Bengal, he uh, sits, oh, uh, sits in front of me. We're actually like really good friends now. What? Yeah, yeah, we totally made up and we're great friends. But uh, he was there's this he. I was accidentally tapping on his chair. With my foot, because I like shake my leg a lot, and then he turns around and he's like, "If you don't stop tapping on my fucking chair, I'm gonna kick the shit out of you!" Literally, just like unprovoked. And so I'm like, you know what? Fuck you! You uh, know, like so I lost. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just started like like hitting his chair a bunch, and then this, dr- and then this, <laughs> and this drummer came on. And I was like, "Oh, drummer, good! I could practice." I'd say stuff like that. And I just started hitting his back. You know, I hit him in the back of the head. You know, I like, totally fucking with him. And he's gigantic. My friends are like, "Don't stop!" You know, like, <laughs> he was so much bigger than I was, and I'm a monster. And uh, and then so after the show, I'm like, "All right, well, I'm going to go fight this kid." And so I go, uh, and I, I go like cut him in line, just to, like piss him off. And he pushes me in the back, and I was like, "All right, great." You know, I turn around, I push him back, and we push each other. And then uh, he goes to swing at me, but he's so slow that I block it, punch him in the face, push him on the push him, and he falls over a chair. And then I pick up another chair. And- Fucking bash his face in the chair. <laughs> yeah. And then I blacked out. Then I had like a rage blackout and I was just punching him. I, people said I, I got on top of him. I just tried to punch him in the face and I don't even know how, but I don't even remember. 
You know, then like, and then uh, the vice principal grabbed me and I turned around and I decked him. Oh, <gasps> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is in eighth grade, you know, and I, I totally, I, I was also lifting weights and I was taking all these crazy testosterone pills because my dad wanted me to be a big football player, you know, so I was all <laughs> fucking crazy. Oh, my God. God. His dreams came true. Yeah, so I was like 14 <laughs> years old and they're pumping me through what Mark McGuire was taking that got him, yeah, we'll let him in the, the Androstein because you used to be able to buy it off of the counter. And so I'm taking this shit with, like, puberty hitting me, and I'm gigantic. I'm so much bigger. I'm bench-pressing 215 in eighth grade. You know, I'm just, like, the yeah. biggest kid in the world. And I just destroy this kid, block out. Finally, my friend in the middle of the fight's like, Eddie, stop. It's over. And I was like, okay. And I just ended it. And I just, like, stopped, and then the whole thing ended, and then uh, they brought me. And I didn't get in really any trouble. I got suspended for three days, but... I didn't really get in any trouble because, like, oh, you've never really done anything before. So, you know, like, yeah, we're obviously, gonna just, and it's, it's going to throw these assault charges aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then me and him, like, immediately became friends. Me and Eti, like, just, like, out of it's it, it, just great buddies. And then he ended up playing football. And Well, that's interesting, too, because, like, I've gone, one of the fights I've gone into was with one of my very close friends. Mm-hmm. And he was really drunk one night, and I wasn't drinking at all. And mm-hmm. he just kept trying to punch me. Uh. He just kept trying to, the whole night, I was like, dude, just. Back away! You're really drunk. Why was he trying to punch you? Was well, he think it was funny, or did he thought he did something? in the evening, he gave me a little slap on the face. Mm. You know, like, and then I gave him a little slap on the face. You know, yeah. And so then he was like, "You slap me harder." Oh my god! And well, then you fucking fought. slap me exactly. And so I was like, "Listen, <laughs> oh my god. based on like normal rules of logic, we should be equal. We should be even." But no, you want more. So he kept following me around the whole party. And then obviously my friends, since they're great, supportive friends, <laughs> yeah. just kept egging him on. Olians. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, yo, Stu, go get Cena, that damn camel jockey. <laughs> go give him a deck. So then I just leave. Why did you leave Pittsburgh? <laughs> <laughs> so then I leave the party and I'm like going home and he follows me out into the street. And then he takes a swing at me and hits me in the top of the head, and it's like fucking set off the fucking set off the switch, man. Yeah, I was wearing like a little blazer because I'm cute, Aww. and I ripped off the blazer, spun it around my head a couple times, threw it on the street, locked up with him like hockey style, started punching him in the face, and because I'm so much smaller, all of his punches because he was drunk were just hitting me in like the hard part of the forehead. So, so nothing was hurting, but all of my punches were going up and right into his, into his oh, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I felt him get weak and loose, and so I took him and I threw him into a fire hydrant. And, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I was like, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other friend was like, we should go. And I looked at his face, and I was like, uh. Oh, we should go. <laughs> we should go. I'll see everybody. The next yeah, day. <laughs> I was at his wedding several years later. Good guy. Yeah. Good guy. <laughs> yeah, my buddy. We fought again, but with boxing gloves, and had one of our friends like uh, do the fight because he got after I beat him up. It like changed his life. He just like started like working out all the time, and just like he got gigantic, started doing jujitsu. What? Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, and he kept fucking with me. He's like, let's fight again. I was like, no, 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 no. I already beat you up. I already beat your ass. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, we're not fighting again. I already fucked you up, bro. I was like, this ain't gonna happen, you know. Like, I'm one, I'm one and now, and I'm retiring a champion. <laughs> You're <laughs> smart. But then we finally, he finally talked me into it one night when we were all drunk and fucked up, and uh, then we're like, I was like, all right, in two weeks we'll fight. I want to train, and then I trained, <laughs> and I trained, and we did it with boxing gloves in the backyard, three two minute rounds. 
And that's uh, exhausting. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, you have no idea how exhausting it is. That's long. That's yeah. so long. Jeez. He beat me up pretty hard the first two rounds, and then, but I didn't go down in the third round. He was too tired because he was so fat. And uh, and I, I punched him really good, and I did really good the last round, but I wasn't able to get him down. Oh, fuck, but you know what? You but won. He, he, bled, he bled and puked. <gasps> Yay. He bled and puked. <laughs> I thought this was a friendly game. It was. We're buddies. Yeah, puked. They made well, out afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. I call it a draw, though, because he really did beat me up pretty hard those first two rounds. Well, he I never think- dropped. <laughs> I think I getting some boxing gloves and having people work out their differences that way is, is like so much better. Healthy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Get, do that if you really want to. If you're raging out there, get your good buddy, get some boxing gloves, go in the basement of your parents' house, and just fucking rage it out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a mutual friend, referee, then afterwards we burned a mattress and threw a keg party. Yay. <laughs> That's what you do. It. You do it in college. So you can do shit like that. Because now we would just get arrested for doing something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burning something, that's very symbolic. You know, oh, yeah. you're like getting rid of these old feelings. Listeners out there, if you've got a beef with somebody, burn them. Yeah. <laughs> Pour gasoline all over their fucking idiot faces and throw a match at <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. She was saying something nice, though. Oh, yeah. But if, <laughs> or if you would, and like a mutual friend have something going on, like a beef, get. Two pairs of boxing gloves, a mutual friend that could be a ref, and something to burn afterwards. Yeah. It was great. We yeah. Had a, we had a wonderful party. Absitutes. Yeah. Well, you're friendlier afterwards, oh, too. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of girls there. It was great. Yay. That's the way to go. Absolutely. I just know that, like, this whole topic of rage, it just comes up so often because I know we all get angry all the time. And, you know, I met... Uh, when I first started comedy, I got to meet Colin Quinn, Ooh. and uh, he was like, and I didn't know why. I should have like came in there with questions, but all I did was just be like, oh, it's, "I think you're real funny." It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just starting out here. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Well, I, I told your friend that I'd give you some advice," and I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." He's like, "Write what makes you angry." No, oh, yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. And he's I like, like "Whatever, that. what makes you angry?" I was like, "Well," and I was like, "I didn't really, I wasn't embracing my anger then. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, still yeah. angry about everything and just not understanding yeah, it." Yeah, you got to channel that shit. That's good. Pick things to be mad about. Yeah, I got a bunch of Christian comedy jokes because I hate Southern Baptists so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I hate them so much that I want to write jokes that they'll laugh at. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got to ring them in, and then you got to fucking throw gasoline all over their heads and set them on fire. Yeah, Metaphoric. Yeah, Gasoline, yeah, metaphor, yeah, 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 that's what you call it. <laughs> you guys ever have anything crazy happen to you at work that got you all fucking uh, juiced out? Well, the king, oh. king, baby. Um, Man, I had I had a really good. Uh, I call it the red when I go into like a real hardcore rage. Fuck yeah! Because all I see is you red. have branding for your rage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus <laughs> red. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about it in therapy for as many years as I have, you definitely come up with a whole persona for it. And I saw red because I uh, I was switching out tips. It was like something we had out of this customer who was already a piece of shit. He has braces and a ponytail. And How old is he? He is 38, 39, uh, and he's a puppeteer. Ew. If I was 38 oh. and had braces, I would lock myself in my house and never get out. And he's someone that deserved to do that kind of thing. But I was always nice to him. I can be nice to anybody on the outside, especially at work. Mm -hmm. And with the way I was putting the money in, because it was like tips from earlier, I put in a dollar and I took out a 20 because I had already put money in and he just didn't see that. And he 
points at me and he's like, you just stole from the register. And I looked at him and I was what? like, what? I'm sorry. I, I manage this place. I run all the money for this place. I was like, yeah. what? I, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's just like, I just watched you put a dollar in and take a 20 out. You just stole from the register. And he's saying it loud and the place is filled <gasps> with people. Oh, my and God. And I was at the counter and I was just like, I'm sorry, sir. You must be. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know exactly what you're talking. And he's just like, he's like, I have every right to go into your boss and tell. And I just looked at him. I was like, why don't you just shut the fuck up, you piece of shit? You think you fucking know everything? You think you know everything? What do you look into the eyes of every customer here that I fucking slave for every fucking day and say that I stole money from this? shop that my heart lives in. And I don't remember saying any of it yeah. because I walked out right afterwards and I just walked around the block <laughs> for like 10 minutes and I scared because I'm always so nice and so and I terrified everyone. Yeah. I, and like people... Business dropped for like two weeks. No, they didn't. They gained respect for me because they all know me and know that I wouldn't do something like that. And, yeah. and like other people were like, good for you. Yeah. yeah. But I was so ashamed. Right. I was so ashamed You just got accused from stealing. That. Yeah. But loudly. I didn't have to... Flip out as much as you did? Yeah. And I mean, I said all that stuff. I remember that stuff, but I also, man reamed this guy about what he looked like, about what he acted like. (laughs) And the motherfucker stopped coming in. This was about like a year ago. And he just started coming in again. And I'm trying to treat him as if I don't know who he is. Oh, fuck that. Treat him like shit. I don't know. Is that good? Are you supposed to treat someone like shit after no, something like that? No, I guess, yeah, treat him like you don't know who he is. And if he does something like that again, then just be like your band. Your band, you can't come back. Listen, the righteous path is the difficult path. Oh. And forgiveness is that righteous path. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Oh. <laughs> I had a guy, because I've been working at the Cheesesteak Restaurant again, which is the first job I ever had in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I I remember when I just started working at the cheesesteak place, one of the first things that happened, do you remember when the New York Yankee flew his plane in the side of the building? I what? do. Yeah, a New York Yankee, like it was like 2006, f- was flying an airplane because he was rich and had a pilot license, didn't know what he was doing, and fucking flew a plane in the side of the building in New York City. And everyone's like, why is there a, why did a New York pitcher for the Yankees just tr- fly a plane into a building? Everyone's, is he dead? Oh, oh yeah, he's dead as fuck. Okay. You know, and everyone on the plane died, too. It was like his whole family was with him. Was, he, he was a fucking moron. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so, but, like, everyone's, like, we're all watching on the news, and we're all sitting there, and everyone in the shop's, like, fucking flipping out. And then the guy's like, it's like, fuck the Yankees. Fuck the Yankees. He's like, go Mets. Go Mets. Well, we're all sitting here, like, fucking trying to figure out why someone flew a plane into a building in New York City. You know, it's a very sensitive subject five years after 9-11. Yeah. You know, so finally I'm like, hey, bro, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, what? I was like, get out before I fucking toss you out. And then someone else is like, yeah, get out. Like that. And, like, someone else had my back, some random customer, and then he left. And I saw him, like, a couple weeks ago. I recognized him. And he's like, he came up to the counter, and I, as soon as he walked in, I'm like, that's a fucking guy from the flight seven years ago. I'm like, that's the dude. I'm like, I know it's him. And then so he, he comes in, and I, he says, he's like, you look familiar. I'm like, I kicked you out of here eight years ago because you were a fucking asshole. Oh, my and God. Then, oh, man. <laughs> you remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, you were screaming about the plane. 
He's like, oh man, I'm sorry about that. I'm like, what do you want? What the fuck you want? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, was, he said, I'm sorry about that. Like, yeah, yeah. You could tell he's trying to turn his life around. I think he works for Webster Hall or something. Nice. You guys are better verbally than I am, or better at like admit, you know, getting out the rage. I'm not like, like I, uh, I was in church once, and it always fucking pissed me off for some reason. Just I didn't know because you don't know how to talk about your your feelings when you're, you know, a kid in Southern Baptist Church and they're just like angry about everything and women and and it was very segregated so I, I just kind of stood up and I go <sighs> and then just walk out. <laughs> in the middle of church? Yeah. That's using your words. No, that's o- good. Onomatopoeia. It's like that's a stance. Stance. Yeah, no, good stance. You fucking did it. I love that. <laughs> just like right as he was like, and the gays are gonna burn oh, in hell. God. Good for you. At least you lived. <laughs> man, I beat up so many kids when I was younger. I'm sure you did too, Jackie. Yeah. But man, oh man, we just fought and fought and fought. And Give fought. me guesses on numbers, both of you. How many? I've been in two fights. I've won them two for two. Uh, you do? Yeah. What about you? I, I'd say I'm, I'm like thirty. Thirty fights? Yeah, at least. And you don't. You're like at the point. Wait. Okay. How about this question? Have you slept with more women or gotten into more fights? Ooh, that's I, a good question. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think I got in more fights. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> I think I fucked more guys. So, I don't know what. But my fight number is like 20, 22. So yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> Amber, what about you? Fucking and fighting? I. I <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucked a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I can't no. even count. No. But I, I don't think I've gotten into any. Fi- I haven't gotten any physical fights. No, I mean, besides me like pushing people down because I thought it was fun and playful. <laughs> we could have a third category of if you throw a punch in bed. <laughs> no, I leave it outside the arena. That's no. good. The sexual arena. I never hit a woman, luckily. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Well, the odds are probably <laughs> against you in that, too. With 30-plus fights, there's bound to be a woman that walks through at some point. Oh, my God. So many times in sports, just fucking just start fighting. Oh, In right. the middle of practice, just, like, beat the shit out of one of your teammates uh, that, or something. That happened to me all the time when I played tennis. Oh. <laughs> tennis. 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 Tennis player. I remember Cena. one time. I might have beaten you up. I would have beaten you <laughs> The closest I ever came to losing a fight was against this kid, Chris Blakely. And he, uh, for some reason, he hit his, uh, he was a big bully. Big, fat, much fatter than me. He was a big bully. He was like one of those gangster kids. He was a fucking prick. And he knocked my glove off my, uh, knocked my hat off my head. And so I took my glove, my baseball glove, and I threw it and I pegged him in the face with it. Right, like, point blank range. Just threw him. Bam! Just right in his fucking face. And then he came at me and a motherfucker bit my eye. <gasps> he like came at me like straight mouth to eye. So I'm like punching him, but he's like biting at my eye. He's biting like right at the top where my eyebrow is. Just like going nuts right there. And I'm like punching him while he's doing it. And like my, both of our moms are there. And so my mom, I hear my mom screaming. She's like, get that kid off my son. He's got AIDS. And you had to fuck his AIDS. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Good. And then my mom, then his mom started yelling at my mom. She's like, "Your son's a fat fucking idiot." <laughs> yeah, we fought for a while and they broke us up. That's like That's a good. rage buffet right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid's dead. Yeah. Well, should we get the rage Talk out to. now? Nice. What? Should we get the rage out? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to get everyone in the mood. We're gonna do a little thing called get it out. 
And uh, we're going to pick something that we're really rageful about, and we're going to scream about it. We're going to take a shot of well whiskey. I got everyone a shot. We're going to scream about it. actually tequila, which makes us even angrier. Well, tequila, that's right. Because, yeah, tequila gets me all kind of angry. Yeah, it gets me hot. And, uh, but first, we're going to listen to Part of Liar by Rollins Band to get us in the mood. Cena, could you cue us up, please, buddy? You want to know why? Because <laughs> I'm a liar! Yeah! yeah. Ever given a Rollins band? I'd love it. Hell yeah. I'm scared of it. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. I feel good. That always gets me going. So, uh, who wants to go first? Fuck it. Looks like go Amber. Amber is ready. Amber's taking right, the shot. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Good luck. Oh, fuck it. Rage. Chantel threw a locust in my face and called me an ugly white bitch. The ministers told me I couldn't be in uh, read the Bible, study it because I was a woman. Being from Saudi, I'm a fucking woman. I got to watch my mom get whipped in the ankles because she's showing her ankles. The women that think wearing a burqa is liberating, you're being fucking manipulated. Fuck it. People in America, the Southern Baptists, the conservatives that are just the same motherfuckers that they hate overseas that I've seen in Saudi. You're the same fucking people, but you're too stupid to look inside and see it. You just have to look inside and realize you're a piece of a shit human being and go ahead and live your fucking life. That's what you got to fucking do, you fucking faggots. Get the rage out. Wow. You said you couldn't find your voice. That was it right there. <laughs> good for you. Relax. Calm down. Breathe it out. <sighs> feels good. Feels good. Feels good. Cena, you ready? Yeah. All right. Here comes your shot. Whoa, uh, there it goes. tequila. Oh, oh God. Uh, yeah, it's so disgusting. It's fucking horrible. You know what I'm thinking about? All this talk about fucking high school and middle school and all the times. I was the weatherman in high school. I would get up in front of the school and I would do the weather on a green screen. And everyone fucking made fun of me. The fucking oh, weatherman? Fucking little. I remember you, Mike Bernstein. You were a senior. I was a freshman. You used to push me around and you were just a fat, tubby fucking kid. And I fucking hated you so bad. You threw me on the bus wall all the time. Hey, weather boy. Fucking tell us the weather, weather boy. And Luke, I remember you. Luke, I fucking remember you. You pushed me in the lockers and you called me a sand nigger after 9-11. And I never will forget. That Whoa. you fucking caused me such trauma in my fucking life. I think about it every fucking week of my waking life. How big of a piece of shit you were. And one day I will come back and I will take that Confederate flag that you have on your red pickup truck and I will burn it in your front lawn. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Met- nice. Metaphorically. Yeah. So well, no, you can just burn that. Yeah, that's part of our rights. You should burn a flag. <laughs> <laughs> And I say that as as an American. That's why I love this country, is you can burn the flag. Anyways, continue. All right, Jackie. All right. All right. right. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Tequila. Slam it down. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Do I fucking hate anybody that fucking talks down to me? Never talk down to me. Never talk down to anybody. There's no fucking reason for it. There's no reason why you think that in your fucking mind that you are better than me. Are you sure you want to talk about this, Jackie? Yo, yo! It's the same fucking thing of people when you try to fucking take too much food. When you take too much food and they look at you and you're like, oh, maybe you shouldn't eat that much. 
How about you go fucking fuck your own father? I would rather you fuck your father in front of me, and I'm going to eat this whole plate of food. I'm my fucking grandmother. Every fucking piece of food I put on my plate, she'd pinch me under the table. She'd pinch me because I was going to get fat, because I was going to die, because children shouldn't eat chocolate just like dogs. That's what she used to fucking tell me, that I was going to fucking die. So I would eat more and more and be like, fuck you. I hope you die. You know what? She's still alive. She's still fucking crawling her goddamn devil horns all over fucking Florida. And if I could, I would go down there and I would wring her neck with a pool noodle because it would be funny and it would squeak every second of my killing of her. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Here you go, Jackie. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. All right. That's the great. Release. Eddie, bring us home, Eddie. All right. Lachayim and Buenos Noches. Ah, <laughs> oh, you goddamn piece of fucking shit. God, cocksucking poachers running around Africa, killing gorillas and anything that's fucking beautiful, changing this land, running around, killing out, wiping out communities. Elephants. Don't kill an elephant. Elephant's the smartest, kindest, biggest animal in the world. They never forget. They have funerals. They have graveyards. You're going to tell me this thing doesn't have a mind of its own? You're going to walk into its fucking country and kill it? You do this thing called kill shot where you antagonize the animal to the point where it bum rushes you when it wouldn't have done shit. It would have just sat there and you shoot in the head at the closest moment before it gorges you because you're a fucking pussy and you want to feel the thrill? You want to feel the thrill? Go to fight him with a goddamn spear. You pick a fight like a man. Go in there with a four-inch blade and teach that animal if you want to win, then pick a fight the right way. Don't shoot him in the head goddamn 20 feet away, you piece of shit. That's a beautiful gorilla. What are you going to do? You're going to cut off his hands and sell his fucking hands? You're going to sell a gorilla head, you fucking piece of shit? I would love to be in anger management with you guys. Like, this would be fun because it was a lot of that, but then you end up crying at the end. Oh, God. No, 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 we don't cry around here. No, no, yeah. no, no we just drink it away. Oh, it just God. comes out in weird moments. Like I saw a little Wayne video and I started crying. Did you? Yeah, I did. Did you have love? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's the brighter side. I appreciate you so much for coming, Jackie. <coughs> Listen to Jackie's other podcasts on Cave Comedy Radio. What are they again? Plug <laughs> Page seven, Sex and Other Human Activities, and Roundtable of Gentlemen with this fat fuck Ed Larson. Roundtable right of Gentlemen. We're taking a home today. This song is called, what is it called again? Walk. The Walk of Life. I can't believe oh, I forgot the song, by, song. by Dire yeah. Straits. We all need to chill out. We got it out. I hope this episode helped you get it out. Get it out. Go scream in a corner. Get a bunching bag. Write down your feelings and burn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to your mother. Be like, hey, is it cool if we yell at each other for a little while? We'll be friends afterwards. Why not? Do it. Have a good time. Yell at each other. But remember that you're friends. Have a good time. Smoke some weed. Drink some beer, but not too much to the point that you become a fucking prick. I'll see you guys later.